0: Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself and I'm inviting you to sit in the car. Yeah, okay, that's going to get boring pretty quickly, isn't it? Um, But (laughs) I've just um, had to do a doctor, doctor trip and that's one of my favourite 80s songs, I think. And I'm always minded to think of it when um, I often do material on the fact that I'm in a village surrounded by doctors, but doctors of science, not medical doctors. And I remember, you know, when you sort of getting to know people when you move to a new area. And um, I was so like the thing I love about where I live is that um, a lot of the mums are like doctors of science. Um, I know, well, I say a lot, but probably a lot more than I guess is is the average for somebody who is not in the, uh, in a scientific profession. I don't know, but I know top of my head, three doctors of science. But I remember speaking to one years ago, and she went, I'm not so a medical doctor. <laughs> it was like, they got beef, medical doctors and doctors of science got beef. Um, But I found that Doctors are often married to doctors. And I have spoken about this actually on the podcast before because I know um, listener jemma uh, is the mum of a doctor who is married to a doctor. And she spoke to her son about this and said, so what's the deal then? Doctors marrying doctors. And apparently uh, part of it is to do with the length of time you spend at uni because um, it might be five years, is it? I don't know, it's a long time. And so I guess you are spending a lot of your kind of um, prime hunting time hanging out around other people that are studying science, medicine things. Um, And because you're there a bit longer than your average graduate, that you might as well, you know, kind of partner up with that sounds awful doesn't it I'm sure that doctors don't settle I'm sure they don't because the ones that I know that are married to doctors are like yes we are very happily married please and thank you I'm very pleased to have chosen this doctor as my life partner um but I'm tickled by it because you know it it just tickles me it's like doctor doctor Fucking hell, it seems funny to me at the time when I'm thinking about it, but it's probably not funny for you. Anyway, had to go to the medical doctors and that was the classic, you know, you phone up your GP surgery and they say, oh, no, no, no. You cannot have an appointment for the next two or three weeks. However, if you'd like to ring at 8 a.m., we will be releasing on the day appointments, which sounds like they're releasing greyhounds. Like if you went to um dog races, and that actually it's my it's it's my great sorrow that I've never been to a dog track, although I think some people would argue that it's it's quite cruel. I don't know. Um I was <laughs> it was a fetishise, wasn't it, after like um well Blur's Park Life album when they pretended that they were cockneys. Was it they spoke estuary English mockneys. Um but the front cover of the album is of Greyhounds at a Racetrack. Um, but anyway, I like to think that the uh, bunny that is released, that's that's the appointments for the day, and all the patients that are ringing at 8 a.m. are like, oh, fuck, they've let it out of the traps. So I'm ringing at 8 a.m. this morning, and it says, the number you have dialed has not been recognised. I went, "Oh, mm, I've not heard that for a long time, so I went and checked, it's definitely the right number. And then you get, sorry, the number you have called is is not available, please check and try again. And I was like, what is this? I phoned the past. I'm ringing the 1980s. Uh, But eventually I got through, and that's when it gets a bit more modern because uh, firstly, you've got to sit through. You have to. It's like one of those training videos at work that you can't skip through. You know, um, you used to get these training videos where you just had to, like, you'd put it on play and then you'd forward it to the multiple choicing at the end where it says, like... You know, um, Alistair and Evelyn are having a conversation at work. Uh, Is it okay for Alistair to stare at Evelyn's bust? Yes, no, or it depends. You know, really bloody straightforward to see uh, what the correct answer should be. And then some evil bastard decided that, no, people won't be able to fast forward through these things anymore. We're going to force them to watch the whole damn thing. So then we'd put the... um, training on play, and walk away from our desks for 15 minutes and then go back and tick that, yes, it is incorrect to look at Evelyn's bust. Um, Anyway, so you sit through this 30 seconds of saying, if it is an emergency, for example, your chest feels tight, please hang up and dial 999. And then, did you know that many of your frequently asked questions can be answered on our website? And you're like... Yes, I did know that. Thank you very much. Give me the fucking appointment. Um, and then it tells you you are caller number 12 in the queue. You know, oh, OK. But the modernness is that you can now press a button to be called back, which on the one hand is helpful. But on the other hand, it means you can't go for a poo because you know that as soon as your bottom meets the toilet seat, that phone's going to ring. So you spend 10 minutes sort of doing a little dance around your kitchen and wishing that you hadn't had that second coffee. But regardless, got the call back, got the appointment. Loke, like, look, there's a surgery near us that's only open for a few hours a day. Got in there. Job's a good'em. So get in there. Uh, have a wait, of course, because you're not going to be running to time. And the child that you have with you has no filter. So they're like, what the hell is this? My appointment was at quarter two. And um, you think, oh, God, it's so embarrassing. But then I remembered that when I used to go to the doctors back in the day, back on the estate, we used to just wander in, go and sit and wait for Dr. Barbar in the uh, in the reception room. And it was really social. And everyone would just chat. And it'd be like, what are you in here for? <laughs> <laughs> and if you even if you didn't want to tell somebody, your neighbor would know and they'd tell everyone. Um, so, yeah, maybe there's an argument to be said for being loud in a doctor's surgery once again. So anyway, we finally will get in, see the doctor who is amazing. Uh, love her. She's always been brilliant. And I, I don't envy her the job that she does. And I'm grateful that we have such a fantastic doctor um, available when you can get to her. Um and then she said, poor woman, she's like, mm, the printer's bust. So I'm going to have to write you out this prescription on a scrap of paper. And I, is, is that OK? I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know. Does it work? So she said, it's OK, just take it through this, uh, the dispensary. And uh, unfortunately, so we've left the, the doctor's room going, this is good Excellent. We will hand over this handwritten. I mean, it's got a name on it and the name of some medicine. Um, I'm sure that's fine. And uh, get there. And they've put the little bloody hatch up because they're only open till 12. And you're like, right. It's it's like when we used to go to our post office and the postmistress used to sit behind the screen with the closed sign up eating her sandwich. <laughs> She'd be like, I can make eye contact with you. Why can't I just buy stamps? She, no fucking way. You're not getting anything from me. Um, so they they just put their hatches up. They're um like 1970s wooden, like you would have, like a serving hatch. They've got like a serving hatch. But the shutters were up. So I've come out going, um I could go to the bigger pharmacy. And my daughter's like, what, you think they're going to take that as a prescription? I was like, oh, fuck's sake. So, um. You know, was it one step forward, two steps back? But we we have what I promise is a proper prescription from a proper doctor. But now I'm going to have to go, I think, to the little serving hatch dispensary tomorrow morning and hope that they believe me that this is actually from a proper doctor. So that's it. Um, thank you for being here for the podcast. What I hope for you I hope if you need to see a doctor, you get to see one that's that's what I hope for you um, I will be back with you very soon bye- bye